Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself congratulations to the florida gator baseball team on your historic run in omaha from your friends at tri-eagle sales and bud light the official beer sponsor of the florida gators a record-setting historic season that no one will ever forget so thank you for a tremendous year. This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it, I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore dueling the grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold it's time to tailgate here are jeff and pat all right welcome happy tuesday out there in radio listening land it is the tailgate and it is raining so be careful if you're out there uh getting ready to clock out at four or five o'clock it is a little nasty but Hopefully clear by the time you head home. We appreciate you tuning in. I am Jeff. The voice guy said Pat, but it is not Pat. It is a younger, same type of guy as Pat, but way better looking, stronger, smarter. And gosh, if I did all these accolades, we'd be here all day. So let's just welcome in Scott Carter of FloridaGators.com, who will join us today. What's up, dude? Hey, Jeff. Glad to uh, be here and... Hopefully Pat didn't run off the road there. He kind of <laughs> drilled him. <laughs> uh, he, he knows I love him. Uh, but, yeah, good to be back. Yeah, Last good time to be I back. saw you, we were in the press box of the Omaha for about two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> it does. like, And, you know, we had gone those four straight years in a row, so you kind of get used to it, but then you hadn't gone in five years. Mm-hmm. It was weird, like, being out there that long because it did shorten the summer. Quite a bit because, you know, but when we're, we're not going to Omaha, you're you're done by the beginning of June. And now it's basically July before you got done. So, yeah, you only had about a month or so to get out and goof off. Yeah, it's a good good problem to have if you're, a, you know, a Gators fan or if you uh, cover the Gators. But mm-hmm. you're right. It does eat into your summer. Came back and tried to unwind a little bit. And next thing you know, football Football's camp here. started. <laughs> and what? We're third week in the camp, man. So, yeah. It's like the treadmill that uh, keeps going, but you know what? It's it's a fun treadmill to be on. Have you ever been to Salt Lake before? You know, that I stopped part of the country. I have. I stopped through there one time, coming back from a West Coast trip, and that's my only. And it's been like twenty years. Oh ago. wow! Okay. So 
it's probably changed. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's such an interesting place to open the season. Yeah. And I was doing a little research last week. First time, you know, they their last game was in Las Vegas, obviously, yeah. and now they're going to Salt Lake City. So it's the first time in 117 years of Florida Gators football that they'll play back-to-back games in a time zone, two or more hours <laughs> back of Gainesville. Wow. So it's a little unusual in that regard. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, no, it'll be fun. It's certainly uh, a lot to talk about. Graham Mertz talked to the peeps today. He uh, made uh, an appearance for the first time throughout uh, this little time to get ready for football season so we'll talk about some of his comments and certainly some of the other things that are that are going on um your old job you covered tampa a lot um i know a lot of gator fans have called in and anxious to see what kyle trask can do see if he's going to be the replacement it's he or baker mayfield so we'll see what happens down there in tampa gosh if you were still covering the tampa you'd have the the wander franco thing you'd have (laughs) trask and all this other stuff yeah i think the trask story would be more fun right now (laughs) wander franco man I, I was thinking about uh, one of the guys who I knew who still covers the team. Like, he probably had a rough day yesterday. Because, oh, yeah. you know, this stories, man, you, it's really hard to find any real uh, solution or anything. It's just sure. going to have to take an investigation. It's just a weird story, man. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, hopefully it doesn't hurt the Rays too bad because, you know, again, the, I mean, what they've been able to do, were, were they, like, when you were covering them, how. How good were they? Was that the miserable times? I covered the Devil Rays. Jeff. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. they, I mean, they the only uh, saving grace was Lou Pinella was the manager. Okay. He remains one of my top three or four favorite media or sports personalities I yeah. ever covered. He loved, you know, the writers because you were there all the time, and he treated you with respect. And he was so I just learned so much from, about baseball from him. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, they they did not have they had Carl Crawford, Aubrey Huff, a few good young players yeah. back in the day, but they are much more fun team to watching i'm sure cover today but uh i was thinking we might get an all sec world series finally the rays and braves but yeah. i like the way the uh, braves are going i don't know about the Rays. yeah they're starting to uh to falter a little bit and lose some some pitching too which that made them so good yeah we'll see what happens with uh with the rays down there but you know it's been fun i'm a braves fan so watching that and I'm there see what's happening there yeah yeah saw where ozzy always uh got hurt unfortunately yeah, out so. a little bit yep but then the dude they they plugged in last night had a couple of hits and drove in some runs and beating up on the Yanks it's it's got to oh. be crazy because back that time when you were covering Major League Baseball the Yanks were no oh, they were everything yeah they were dominating and uh, they had all those great teams but I loved looking in the uh, standings today the Yankees in last place <laughs> of the American League East I yeah. love that <laughs> yeah. It is uh, certainly good. Well, Gator fans should uh, love the news that they heard today if uh, you woke up to it. But it's like Anthony Richardson will be the starting quarterback yeah. for uh, for the Colts. So gets the job, gets the gig. And I-, I thought he looked pretty good the other day. And certainly there's – I mean, we saw it for all of last year, Scott. There were some really incredible plays. I mean, you look at some of that stuff he did against Tennessee and A&M and some of these throws against LSU and the way he ran the ball and then – you look at the boneheaded stuff against Kentucky and Florida State and some of these other things, but I'm sure that's what they're going to get. But, hey, get him in there, get him acclimated, and see what he can do, right? Yeah, I mean, that's why they picked him number four overall. And, you know, he obviously named him the starter early in the uh, preseason here. And I, I saw where Anthony actually said he was kind of shocked by that, didn't expect it to come so soon. But you don't you don't get drafted number four overall to sit on the bench when you have that kind of talent. It's going to be interesting to me, Jeff, just to see. And I've already seen it just last week in his first preseason game. You can just tell, like, the social media part of it kind of lit up because 
Now a whole new segment of fans are getting to see him, really, yeah. for the first time. And they're like, holy cow. He's going to go viral this year probably more than any NFL player. And a lot of it's going to be good because he's going to do some things that no other quarterback in the NFL can do. And some of it's going to be bad. Like he's going to make some of those decisions or just be rushed into uh, some bad plays from inexperience. And we saw that, you know, throwing off his wrong foot in the first game. Mm-hmm. You don't have to really explain it too deep to Gator fans because they know what that package is. But now everybody's going to see it. But I do still like the pick. I still think Anthony is has everything that you need. I mean, it, he just needs experience. The guy's only I – th- I don't know if he's turned 21 yet. Yeah. And, so. and how about – like, I don't know if you ever think about what you get to do. And, and I I guess I, I don't because you're just kind of going through it. But, I mean, Anthony Richardson, if he becomes that guy and the viral guy in the NFL, I mean, he's just hanging out with us last year. And then yeah. and now you've got Wyatt Langford, who's a top five pick. So you had two guys yeah. here at Florida drafted in the top five. And, you know, maybe the, I guess, most talked about people going on because Langford's off to a great start now. And certainly the way he ended the year, I mean, all these people know – who both of these guys are. It's, it's kind of incredible that they were here in little old Gainesville. Yeah. I mean, it just shows you how fortunate we are to, you know, kind of be around that and to be around this program that brings all these great athletes in. But once in a while, Jeff, I kind of try to pull back. I remember one year, I'd been here for a while, but I remember one year, I just, you know, Caleb Dressel, the swimmer, came mm-hmm. over to my office, you know, one day for an interview. And I said, I'll come over there. No, I'll come over to your office. So he comes over sits down, we chat. Then like two months later, I'm watching him in the Olympics. Yeah. I'm thinking, so you know, you have one of those moments once in a while yeah. where, wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Anthony Richardson, I, it amazes me still how big the NFL is and how it just nothing really can slow that down really from what I can tell. And the fans are just going to get a look at a guy who they haven't seen anybody like him really since Cam Newton played. Yeah. So it's going to be uh, interesting to see that. Now you're are you a card collector or were you a card collector? When I was a kid, I did yeah. collect baseball cards, but I was also one of those kids that didn't value them to where you know I would put them in the spokes in my bike <laughs> and stuff like that. But I have a lot of cards still left over from like okay. the late seventies, early eighties. Yeah, and uh, you know I. I just wonder, like, so now you wouldn't, you don't go out and get some of the Gators or their first cards or anything. No, like yeah, that. I'm not into that now okay. at this stage. Uh, but yeah, back in the day I would, but yeah, not now. All right. Well, right now you can call. Nick is here. He will take those phone calls. 392-8255 is our Titan MRI hotline, and we'll jump right to it, get John to kick things off here today. Hey, John, what's up? Welcome. Yeah, good afternoon, Jeff. I was trying to talk to you and Pat yesterday, and I guess was having some technical difficulties. I couldn't get I, – I couldn't hear you guys, so you both even tried to even hear me. Yeah. So, but I'm glad we all get you today, and I'm glad you guys had to, a good time there last night. I heard a little bit from Steve Russell this afternoon, so sounds like it was a really good time out there. I wish I could have been there. But uh, uh, my question to you, Nick, is that you kind of brought me back in my day with with uh, uh, baseball cards. Used to put them in the spokes of my my bicycle and ride around. I thought that was I mean, he was the non uh, popular players. I wonder if maybe if I'd have kept some of the non-players one of them they would have been worth today if i would have kept them you know yeah that, that mickey mantle you put in the spokes who would pay <laughs> for your really colleges <laughs> you're right right that would have been serious but uh switching a little bit nfl jeff uh you guys were talking about anthony richardson uh it almost seems like if he's going to be the starter uh it almost seems like when you know maybe you know they knew probably not what high expectations for the colts and kind of reminds me going back to when uh 
they made uh, Peyton Manning their start of their his uh, rookie year because they didn't really have that uh, high expectation back then. I think uh, uh, Manning back back his uh, rookie year he, he led the the league in interceptions. So, but maybe maybe that's the kind of thinking that the Colts are having. What do you think? Yeah, I think that's again they took him number four overall for a reason. I know you know where they are as a uh, a franchise. They're rebuilding some, but when you uh, have a quarterback like Anthony Richardson, you can speed up that process uh, quite a bit. And um, but yeah, you you know looking at that background with uh, Peyton Manning, I, you mentioned him, and it, it is true he did lead the league in interceptions his rookie year. Can't remember how many it was, but it was twenty eight. Like twenty eight. Uh, yeah. Twenty eight interceptions. So I'll be shocked if Anthony throws that many because <laughs> at, if he gets near twenty, they'll just yeah, say, "Dude, out. just take off, <laughs> just run." Right, just take off. You're right. You're right. But yeah. uh, you know, it's a different league, different game, but and they're totally different quarterbacks. But it is a franchise that you know they've had the quarterbacks that they've had that have been really good the last few years. You know, or three decades: Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck. Uh, right. Those guys were high, high draft picks in the top four or five, and Anthony fits that mold, so they're going to turn it over to him and see what happens. And, you know, like I said earlier, I, I really think he's got everything he needs to succeed, but he does need some experience. I agree. I agree. What do, you, what do you think of the AFC East? I mean, I'm a big, Jeff knows I'm a big Dolphin fan, and I just see that the, you know, Patriots picked up uh, Elliott, and, you know, the, the Jets picked up uh, Cook, and I just think that, uh, that kind of upped the ante a little bit. And then what do you what do you think of the Dolphins right now? Well, I mean, they're heading in the right direction. They have people talking about them in a different way for the f- first last couple of years for the first time in a long time. Obviously, I like their coach. I, I, injuries have been an issue with them. And you're right, I think that division with Aaron Rodgers now with the Jets, I mean, they're getting all the, the headlines in preseason. And, you know, after a couple of kind of down seasons, it just it feels to me like Bill Belichick's got one last yeah. run in him. Wow. Yeah, and I'm kind of waiting for the Patriots to get really good again. I, I just figure he's got one more in him, and it won't surprise me if, if they surprise some people. But then, of course, you got the Bills. I mean, it's really one of the best divisions in the it league. has to be, sure. If not, you know, right now. I mean, you look at uh, the, the, I guess, the, uh, is it the North, AFC North with Cincinnati? I mean, that that's loaded, too, even – you know, I watched uh, one of the pre-se- first preseason games Cleveland played with. Well, it's it, uh, preseason, but uh, they look like they're loaded. I just think that uh, those two divisions, I think, probably, I mean, as far as competitive, is, is going to be the top-notch in the NFL this year. Yeah, John, I, I saw this weird uh, stat yesterday, and, and I don't even I, – I didn't know this, so and I was kind of shocked. I don't know if you know this as, as much as you watch the Dolphins, but when Tua got hurt, Waddle – and Tyreek Hill did not catch a touchdown pass after right. that. All of their touchdowns were when Tua was in there. So that's just that's how different the offense turned into. And obviously they were really good when Tua was in there. So if he can stay healthy and do his thing, they, they know what they're doing, calling plays, and, and hopefully they can figure it out. And you know the defense is going to be a million times better. Oh, well, so, now with Fangio, I'm excited yeah. about that. Heck yeah. You know, so anyway, I'm, I'm enjoying listening to your show. And Nick and uh, Jeff, uh, I'll continue to listen to you guys. I appreciate taking my call. Thank All you. right, John. Thanks so much. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, we'll we'll see. I, I think you know, I'm, a, I'm a big Aaron Rodgers fan, so it's going to be fun to watch him, see what he can do. Because they were so miserable last year. Right. I mean, they, they wouldn't even score any points. And now all of a sudden you you got a, a four-time MVP going in there and doing his thing. They've got one of the best young receivers in the game. So – 
that'll be fun. And certainly Buffalo's pissed off that they can't ever get to the Super Bowl and win it. So yeah. they're going to be back again. Yeah, that's going to be a, a beast of a division. Yeah, I saw uh, Buffalo. I mean, they're until somebody knocks them off, you know, they're kind of the Have favorite. To. Saw where Osiris Torrance had a nice debut the other day. Mm-hmm. I've always been more of an NFC guy. I followed it closer, but I do remember growing up, the Dolphins were always so good, and I kind of missed those days, you know. When you knew Miami was going to have a really good team every year, almost. Yeah. And man, it's been a while, but I do. Lo- I really like the coach, man. Yeah, I just he's he's, awesome. he's different. He's smart as hell. You could tell, and I just like what he's doing. Yeah, that's what it's all about. All right, we like what uh, Scott's doing here today. Again, Scott Carter of FloridaGators.com joining us for the entire two hours. So feel free to call and chat about some of the things he gets to do. And I mean, this this guy's VIP. He's like at practice all the time, getting to see the ins and outs, but. <laughs> not going to reveal all the trade secrets, but some good stuff that we can certainly talk about. So if you got any questions, fire away. You are listening to The Tailgate. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gator Nation, how you doing? This is Jamil, owner of the Mealy Pop Shop, Gainesville's home for collectibles of all sorts, including every single type of sports card, whether it be Panini, Tops, Leaf, Upper Deck. We have it. Come on in, get yourself a box, a pack, get yourself some supplies, get into our breaks, get your Pokemon, get your Yu-Gi-Oh! All the other different kinds of TCG products that we carry in shop are always fully in stock. You can find our stuff on our website as well, mealypops.com. That's another way you can interact with the store, or you can just come into the shop. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunnies. Stop on by. We're open every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And you can check us out on our social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, whatnot, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. We'd love to see you. Come on out to the shop. Have some fun. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunnies. Be a part of the card community here in Gainesville. And always, go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Oh, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Yeah, exactly. okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community. Its Veterans Making a Difference program honors over 20,000 veterans in North Central Florida. We're here for our veterans, our community, and we'll be there when you need someone on your side after a serious accident. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. 
Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. ServPro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, welcome back. Jeff Cardozo, Scott Carter of FloridaGators.com, sitting in for duels today. He is heading over Panhandle talk to a, a couple of Gator clubs. I'll do that next week, so miss out on a, uh, a day or two. But it is that time of year. This guy's always talking Gators. Scott Carter, so if you want to call, you can. 392-8255. Nick will take those calls today, and we'll get after it. And it's like the Gators are going to get after it, pleasing some fans. The... Uh, the reveal of the Black Unis came out today. Black Unis, man. How about that? Long-anticipated black uniforms. <laughs> it, it always is, amazes me because I, I'll admit that I'm not a big uniform guy. I mean, I love the orange and blue. Sure. And I, But I understand. You know, I was watching Major League Baseball last weekend. I was watching, flipping through the highlights, and the I think the Mariners were wearing their original uniforms from the 70s. The Padres had something on, like you might, like Dooley might wear to the beach. You know, I'm just like, what are all these things? Yeah. But, but I understand, you know, it creates fan interest. And in college football, for whatever reason, the the black jerseys seem to really have fans excited. And hey, it's cool. Uh, so yes, we revealed them today, yeah. and it went over really well on social media. And I expect on November 4th, when Arkansas comes to town for the saluting those who serve game. You're going to see a lot of black jerseys in the stands, Jeff. I just hope yeah. that that's a night game and the weather has cooled oh, yeah. off. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to feel no, bad no, for no. him if not. Yes, definitely so. So, yeah, your opinion on that as well. I know that's been uh, a rumor and people have known that that's going to happen, but the official announcement today is uh, kind of a cool thing. And then certainly you can go to Alumni Hall and different yeah. places. Fortygators.com, yeah. you can buy them there. And yeah. I know that we promoted it heavily on social media today, so anyone out there who – is interested in what they look like or to buy one, they are out on the market now. There you go. All right, out on the phones is Will, so let's get to him. Hey, Will, what's up? Welcome. Hey, thank you, Jeff. Um, I, you know, This is a question that uh, I'm sure you've tried to answer or, or at least been asked a lot, but with the baseball team, how do you win like they did in a blowout and then turn around and lose the same way the next game? 
Yeah, I, I mean, just different guys were doing it. And, you know, I think when you look at that game in particular, LSU, once they fell behind like they did, they, they kind of mailed it in and they threw a bunch of their dudes that, that hadn't really thrown all year and, you know, didn't have the uh, the, the best record or best earn run average. And obviously Florida then took advantage of it. And then the, the hope was that Cags would be able to go out the next day and, and dominate like he did against Kentucky and like he did against – Vandy and some of the success against A&M and things like that. He just couldn't throw strikes. So LSU had a couple of guys that were ready and not having to throw the day before they were ready and on the back end arm wise. And, you know, obviously the players got a little bit pissed off, but well, you see that happen a lot. You, you see teams that get blown out one day, almost do it back the other way. And I think the LSU coach did a really good job of kind of motivating his guys and, I'm sure there was a few F-bombs thrown around and some different things happening before that game, and you kind of questioned their manhood a little bit, and, and it worked, and they went out and did their thing. Yeah, I, and that, that LSU pitcher apparently had the game of his life. Um, he did. So, you know, that, that, that certainly didn't hurt. Um, so you guys were talking a little bit of, about the Dolphins. Um, I've been a Dolphin fan for, like, 50 years and I you know one of the things y'all mentioned was about Tua staying healthy and I would love to see that but I just don't see that I mean the guy just he's small and I you know that league oh my gosh it's you know the SEC's bad enough and then you get into that league and you're you got guys that are six seven and almost 300 pounds and man you know i i mean they'd break me in half bro (laughs) you know they should send him to talk to doug flutie how did doug flutie stay healthy all those years i mean but maybe they weren't as big back then well they weren't as big and fast that's true and of course Tua plays a physical style for his size he does and so that doesn't help him any but i did see what was it i saw yesterday he's taking some kind of different kind of therapy uh like not acupuncture, but maybe something similar to that. Who knows? Maybe that yeah. helps him. But I, I get your point. I mean, for him to play like he plays against people who weigh a lot more and who are a lot taller and <laughs> bigger and stronger, you're going to get hurt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just, you know, there's quarterbacks and, uh, you know, obviously the the NFL quarterbacks anyway are all – well, not all, but most of them are, you know, six four, six five, and pretty pretty big guys themselves. Um, you know, we had Roethlisberger, who was a, I guess, somewhat of an exception. That that dude was huge for a quarterback. But yeah, I just I don't I don't know. I, I got my fingers crossed though, because I believe they can uh, they can do something if if he stays healthy. Um, yeah, I just and then the last thing go ahead. for you, Scott. Um, what what's your kind of interpretation, so to speak, about where the basketball program is headed? I know uh, Bowl, you know, he decommitted or whatever, and now apparently we've got another guy who's um, a big center and stuff. And I just wonder what your take on on that was. Well, I'm not. I'll be honest. I'm not around the basketball team as much as football. I was talking to Chris Harry today, who is, and he was uh, saying that 
he really likes their, where they are. I mean, they've obviously reshaped the roster, which is in basketball you can do that a lot quicker. But he was talking about the the, the Florida kid, and boy, his name's going to slip me, who came down from uh, up north, one of the schools up north. Anyway, he says this guy had some real toughness that I think they've been kind of lacking somewhat, just a real alpha dog who's going to be the team leader. Uh, I think you've got one of those. And then, you know, they've got some talent that we've seen there, but it's really going to be a whole, I mean, a, a really, what, 75% new roster. Yep. So there's a lot of uh, a new things. They're working on chemistry right now, but just from what Chris was telling me, and again, not, I wish I was a little more plugged in, but he does like, and, you know, if you know Chris, that's saying something, because Chris, he understands how it really works and what takes good teams, and he doesn't sugarcoat much. So I trust his opinion when he tells me that, what he's seeing gives him uh, some confidence they're heading the right direction. Yeah, I, um, you know, I just, I mean, having Billy as a coach and then having those players who were obviously, I mean, all of them played in the NBA, I think, except for for, for, for uh, Humphrey. Yep. Yeah, poor Lee, man. But Lee, <laughs> Lee could shoot, man. I'm sure he still can um, but no, I, my point is, is, you know, I'm not expecting that. I mean, cause that's a once in a lifetime thing, but just a little more consistency and, uh, you know, like, well, like you were saying, Scott, just determination and toughness. And I mean, just those, those things, you know, um, can can go a long way in at least in college basketball. Yeah, way. and I, that's why Chris and I got. The, I was looking at the roster. Walter Clayton is the guy whose name I slip in my mind. He's the guy from Lake Wells who, uh, you know, I think that is brought in to just really be that driving force that you need. And it doesn't help. And obviously, he's a point guard, so it doesn't it doesn't hurt when that's your your yeah, point guard, your guy. Yeah, your mentality. And I think that's uh, that was the key to the reshaping of this roster. Yeah, and, and Will, I, I think, you know, the, the cool part about Todd Golden is, and, and he actually was, was out in Omaha, and we got to, to have him on the broadcast, and just talking to him off the air, though, just the excitement that he has, and I think he realized from year one what type of players you need to have, and he was just trying to come in here last year and, and just revamp a roster and get dudes, and he knew that they all didn't mesh, and it was going to be a weird type of year, but... I think similar to Billy Napier, he's gotten rid of some of the bad seeds and the guys that didn't want to buy in or be a part of it, and he's got a chance to to be really successful. It's one of the smartest basketball minds I've been around. He knows what the heck he's doing. I mean, there's a reason why Bruce Pearl loved him so much, and you know the success that he's had. And you know, I, I think it's a I think it's a big deal. I think again, now understanding and building the roster the way he wanted to is going to be a pretty significant difference from a year ago. Yeah, and I, I agree, Jeff. I think um, I, I didn't realize that, um, you know, about him as far as his mentality and what he – but, man, just, you know, with Napier, I know everybody was, you know, disappointed last season with the results. But, you know, just the the attitude and the desire and, and – um, you know, will to win and and to be a tight unit. I mean, it just – I'd almost rather see that and see him lose. <laughs> Not really, but 
you, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. then just be a bunch of, you know, showboats and, and uh, prima donnas and just go out there and, you know, showboating and, you know, playing for, uh, you know, recognition and, and all that kind of stuff. I, I feel like at least in football anyway, um, it's getting more and more about me only because, you know, there's a lot of money to be made and that basketball too, but it just seems like, uh, you know, the, a lot of the players now are, are thinking ahead instead of, you know, being part of the program, like you were saying, Jeff, and, and being, you know, dialed in and tuned in to, to what, you know the the coach and the, is trying to do. Yeah, I mean you, you'd love to have a lot more Colin Castletons and Ricky Pearsall's guy that made those decisions to come back and try to make the team better. And mm-hmm. that's what Pearsall's done this year. I'm excited to see what what lies ahead. But yeah, appreciate it, Will. Thanks for the phone call. All right, thank you, sir. All right, with that we uh, step aside. Another break will happen. We'll come back with more of the tailgate right after this. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. We all expect quality in our service providers. The word itself means the degree of excellence of something. Now throw in the word plumbing after that, and it would mean the excellence of plumbing. And that's exactly what our community has been getting for nearly four decades from the fine folks at Quality Plumbing. Now you can always spend time and money trying to fix things yourself, or you can call the professionals at Quality Plumbing and get it done right the first time. Quality Plumbing since 1984. Their name says it all. License number CFC 043. We're constantly telling you about all the great things that you can go buy at Oaks Jewelry at a fraction of the cost of getting things at the mall across the street. And while that's still true, now's the perfect time to have Oaks Jewelry buy something from you. Gold and silver prices have skyrocketed. And if you got anything just laying around in the drawer or you just need a little extra cash, we'll take it to Oaks Jewelry and walk out of there a winner. The price of gold hasn't been this high in a really long time, so now's the perfect time to stop by and get the most out of it. Turn that old jewelry that you never wear into a great trip somewhere this summer. Oaks Jewelry, making people sparkle and smile for decades. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. You still can't find them? Just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. 
Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel anytime. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Downpours and thunderstorms departing to our east. A few storms could get strong as they track toward the Atlantic coast. Overnight, mostly cloudy skies. Lows in the mid-70s with areas of patchy, dense fog for our Wednesday morning. Multiple rounds of thunderstorms possible tomorrow afternoon. Otherwise, partly to mostly cloudy skies with highs in the lower 90s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Yeah. Here is C.J. Stroud, the Texans quarterback, after uh, last night's performance. Uh, one mistake on, on, on national television just blows it all up. But, like, it's cool. I just keep growing and keep learning, man. It's going to be highs and lows, man. <laughs> one play blows it all up. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. Man. It's okay. <laughs> the Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. We are your home for Sunday night baseball all summer long. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Florida Gator head football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dewey right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, welcome back. Jeff and Scott Carter here today of FloridaGators.com. So lots to talk about with Scotty and these uh, football boys. It's Gosh, everything's getting going. Soccer's about to start. Volleyball is having their fan day on Sunday. An opportunity to see uh, Mary Wise's squad. They're ranked in the top 15 again mm-hmm. preseason. That's... 32 straight years they've been in the preseason top 15. That's uh, that's a streak right there, huh? That's ridiculous. I was with them uh, up in Wisconsin back in December when they were in the postseason. Yeah. I went up there and, uh, man, they got beat by Pittsburgh, but that was, a, they, you know, it was one of those teams that just kept going and going, you know, to get to that point. Mm-hmm. And I know they've, like every college sport now, Jeff, I mean, there's, the roster looks a little different, but they have they have some of their key players back. So I know uh, I know Mary Wise. Uh, she's she will have them ready. Yeah, ready to get after it. And for those that don't know this, it's it's still a pretty incredible number. She's fourth all time in wins mm-hmm. in NCAA history, and she is the only female coach ever to get to a thousand wins. And and I I guess I I knew this eventually. I probably found this out about ten years ago when. They were playing for a national championship. No, and it's still to this day, no women's coach has ever won a national title. Yeah, that's a it's it's one of those. I'm, I only know this because when I f- first started writing about the Gators here at this job, I did some stuff on Mary, and it was interesting that you know she was the youngest. 
coach in the country at mm-hmm. one point when she was at Iowa State. She was 21 years old yeah. when she got her first head coaching job. <laughs> How about that, 21? Uh, and then, of course, what you said, I mean, it was it's been a sport that's dominated by a few programs on national titles, and they've all been male coaches. But Mary's kept him going, and obviously the last time they were in a national championship match, 2007 in Kansas City against Nebraska. It's, I was there, too. 18,000 people, yeah. Jeff, rooting in this arena the out there rooting against the Gators. <laughs> it was loud. It was one of those uh, moments you just don't forget because I'd never seen that many people at a volleyball game, first yeah. of all. And I'd never seen one team. I mean, it was all it was all Nebraska. Or, you know, yeah, so it, but I wouldn't be surprised if you know she has another run in there to that tournament before she's done. Yeah, knows what the heck she's doing. All right, back to the phones we go. It is time for the return of the Cattlemen. What's up, Mikey? What's going on, guys? Just scored some lobster over there at Spiders last night and said Bill to Strickland. Yeah, that short rib was really good, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yes, it was. Did, did, did Strickland get the bill? I'd have gone for the lobster, Jeff. No, they didn't have the lobster out, but they, they had some shrimp. Yeah. So Did Strickland get the bill? Um, no, it was uh, it was all for, all for charity, so we were happy to uh, okay. yeah. put some out there. Hey, guys, um, first off, on the black uniforms, I don't like black uniforms. I think they're a gimmick. Most teams want to have an alternate uniform, whatever. I think Florida's had some cool uniforms with the Gator scales. I kind of like those a lot. Um, I, I respect Alabama when it comes to uniforms. I guess Alabama does the hound's tooth or whatever, but Alabama stays pretty classic. And I think these schools need to stand up to these dudes and say, hey, we know you want to wear black. Keep it on your Under Armour. That's what Under Armour's for. But it sounds like it's for a good cause, right? It is in, in Florida's case, but but remember, Mike, what, what this world has turned into, everything is about generating money. So you come up with a new jersey, then now all these retail places get to sell it, and it's different, it's new, so people are going to buy it, and it's going to generate a lot other stuff. And then what's coming to the university is going to then be able to be used and trying to get more players here. I mean, look at Oregon for all these years. You still have that appeal and the – the changing of all the uniforms and and people like it and it's a it's a brand because of what they do with all that so yeah and yeah. it's more about the kids than anything else they just they like wearing something different yeah i get it and look at the nba mm-hmm. but at some point you got to say hey we're orange and blue wear it shut up you get in a gravy train and um wear you black the other six days of the week that's my attitude okay <laughs> well yeah Oh, you got a thought there? No, no, I'm just saying. I mean, I, I know several, you know, people who kind of feel the, the same way. It's why whatever uniforms or any kind of topic like this brings up, I mean, it's going to be a divided group. But sure. I kind of, like yeah. I said earlier, I'm kind of leaning toward the more yeah. traditional approach myself, but also understand. Yeah, and I, I didn't like the, the Gator baseball team one year. Mike went to black and they, they wore them sometimes. I was like, man, this looks like the Mets. I don't want to be the Mets. <laughs> so I didn't like them too much. Well, everybody's got an opinion, I guess, but I just respect Alabama when it comes to uniforms. They don't seem to deviate too much. Yep. Hey, second thing for you guys, three quick hits. Um, I think uh, Mario Cristobal, Hurricane Mario, I call him water spelt Mario down there in Miami's a failed hire. I think Mario Cristobal's a clown. They should have hired Kiffin. But um, I, I think a big story, guys, with the polls coming out is FSU all of a sudden. I'm seeing – what are we seeing? Where's FSU and the coaches in the AP poll, top six or seven in both polls? Yeah, there were, there were three and one that I saw. Yep. So three in the AP. Yeah, and yep. I'm looking at Norvell and, you know, uh, Skeleton's in the closet, whatever happened out there at Arizona State. I think he did a pretty good job out there at Memphis. 
But um, Florida's, you know, no shot. Just we all know Florida's in a rebuilding st- stage in Miami too. I think uh, probably the biggest story in the state is uh, is Norvell the real deal, or is he just uh, another eight and four dude? Yeah, I mean they're definitely. Is he going to is he going to be able to compete with Dabo? Is probably a better way to put it. Yeah, I mean I think this is a very important year uh, for them because you know he took over after Jimbo left, and you know he had some work to do, kind of like Billy here. Uh, maybe not on the same scale, but uh, they're going to be looked at when you open the season in the top five, six. I mean, you know, you're you're in that conversation for the uh, college football playoff, and uh, I know Tallahassee is uh, going to expect a lot out of him this year. But I'm like you, I don't. When I start thinking about his tenure there, guys, I just what what are his signature wins right now, and has he beaten Clemson? I, I don't know because I don't follow them as. But it just does. It would be a huge step, I think, if they were to start being that team this year. And, and they got their quarterback back, so I mean, yeah. he, he's got his guys. So Jordan Travis, yeah, it'll it'll tell a lot because if they don't do it w- with having what some people consider the, the best quarterback in in the ACC, then well, guess what? Then obviously he's not coaching right or something's where going the, on. Where they really done well? I mean, I give them credit for picking up their transfer portal. They have done yeah. excellent. I was reading one of the national magazines. I think they had them top. Uh, in the country in terms of just transfer portal yep. talent, you know? Yeah, and interesting, when did, uh, is Norvell coming into year three or four? Four. Okay, and so he came in right there in the teeth of COVID, didn't he? Uh-huh. Yep. So, you know, kind of hard to judge a coach, you know, in those crazy times, but um, what if he was crashed the playoff or something? That flipped the script a little bit, wouldn't it? Yeah, I mean, and they certainly do. Gosh, you, you look at the schedule, it's it's the first game and it's Clemson. Yeah. So you, you get I, one I of those, and then you probably get into the championship game and then beat Clemson again or, or for the first time, and then you're in. Hey, Jeff, I don't follow FSU. Who's their quarterback again? Uh, Jordan Travis. Yeah, he, he what, lit it up his, last what's year. What's his background? What's the short Where did he come from? He's from South Florida. His brother's Devin Travis played in the major leagues for a little while. Uh, but, yeah, he I mean, he's, you know, he had a – Pretty good game yeah, last very year. Very athletic guy, yeah. runs all over the place, breaks some tackles, can throw it up. He's he's good. So he's dual threat. Was he a four star out of high school, or do y'all know off the top of your head? Or I, I don't. He's dual yeah. threat. Dual, dual threat. threat. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hey, last question, guys. I'm done. Scott, this is probably for you being the football guy. Of course, I respect your opinion too, Jeff. Um, I heard a, a dude refer to uh, Tennessee's offense as a gimmick offense on Steve's show, and I'd be curious to think if y'all think uh, Heupel's offense is legit or a gimmick, and y'all hang in there. All right, thanks, Mike. Well, I watched it last year up in Knoxville. Uh, if it is a gimmick, it certainly is a good gimmick. <laughs> I mean, you had a quarterback in Hooker who looked really good running it. You know, I don't know who calls it a gimmick offense. I think Heupel just he uh, utilizes his system, gets the right players in there. And that's what good coaches do. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. So I just I you know I, I, a lot of times when uh, somebody like Heupel develops a system that. Is a little maybe unconventional. You start hearing terms like gimmick thrown around, but you know what? If I was him, I would be t- worried yeah. too much about no, it. I, I mean, I, I think he's great. I, 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 yeah, I like the way his coach, uh, I like the way they play. Mm-hmm. They're fun to watch. If I was a Tennessee fan, I'd be glad, you know, he was really the, happy the with coach the hire. there. Yeah, yeah. So. no doubt. All right, Scott's bringing up hookers, so we got to take a break. <laughs> Calm them down. We'll come back with more, finish up the first hour right after this. Cloaked in orange and blue and fortified on the campus of the University of Florida. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. 
It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down, so come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs, and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. There's not many of us out there that really like going to the doctor. Well, I do want to tell you about a doctor that's amazing and essential for our everyday lives. It's the docs at Auto ER. A proud partner of the Florida Gators, they make you feel comfortable, don't take a lot of your valuable time, and most importantly, they'll always find the problem. With five locations around town, they'll proudly serve families and drivers like you across Gainesville, Alachua, Jonesville, Newberry, and High Springs. And as they love to say, it's for the life of your car. Check them out online at theautoer.com. It's an ER you'll actually like going to. International Diamond Center's giving you relief from rising prices with incredible offers now through the end of August. Now through the end of August, IDC is offering you 36 months zero interest financing on pre-owned Rolex watches. Three years, zero interest. And yes, this special finance offer includes all of IDC's luxury pre-owned Rolex watches. Hundreds in stock. Nothing is excluded. Submariners, Daytonas, Datejusts, Batmans, Pepsis. IDC has all the hard-to-find Rolex models in stock. Men's and ladies' watches. These pre-owned Rolex watches are in pristine condition. Each one hand-selected and carefully inspected for quality and craftsmanship. Right now, through the end of August, you can walk away with a Rolex of your dreams and enjoy 36 months zero-interest financing, three years of low, affordable payments. Don't miss this chance to get the Rolex you deserve. Now through August 31st only, during IDC's amazing Summer of Savings event, International Diamond Center. On approved credit, Rolex financing offer requires 20% down payment. Total control. We'd all love that, wouldn't we? You can have total control of your home environment with help from Electronics World. Let the pros at EW install a system to control your audio, video, lights, locks, thermostats, custom shades, garage door, and more. Plus, monitor your surveillance cameras with just one app. Now that's total control. Electronics World. Visit our showroom in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. This is Kevin Cash of the Tampa Bay Rays, and you're listening to Gainesville's only home for Rays baseball. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, back at it. Jeff and Scott here as we finish up the first hour, but all the way until 6, we are here. Nick taking the calls today, 392-8255. So if you want to chime in on anything or ask Scotty Carter some questions, you are more than welcome to do so. Um, you can see them all over the uh, the Internet in a good way, FloridaGators.com. <laughs> Yeah, when you say see someone all over the internet, it could be it could be pretty sketchy. Yeah, that, yeah. I don't want to get in that category, no, you, man. You definitely don't. And I'm sure Justice Justice Boone didn't want to get into the category he was of getting hurt. That's been the one damper now uh, a part of the the things early going. But I know you you did a story on him even, and you know maybe the team will rally around him. And I, I think more than anything, from the difference year one to year two, and at least being around the guys a little bit. 
throughout the the time now these last couple of weeks they seem to really like each other they they, they get along well they, they all seem to root for each other if a good play happens at practice they're all jumping and mm-hmm. yelling and screaming so it's it's good camaraderie so far before we get going yeah hey, you know as a veteran you know I've been doing this for a while hey. Jeff and there's not been many teams that don't say that at the start of the season. Sure. I'm waiting for the first one to show up. Hey, what's the difference between last year? Well, we hate each other this year. <laughs> it's never going to happen. But here's here's what I will say in regards to that with this team. I've heard a lot of that this fall, and I actually I'm buying into it because I see it. Yeah. You see a real camaraderie. You see like just the way they reacted with Justice Boone, what you just mentioned. Even with Billy, uh, when Billy kind of officially – informed the media last week. I mean, you could tell it, it meant something to Billy because Justice Spoon is a really well-liked player in that locker room and in that program. And this guy, I mean, he's he's going to be a good player. It's unfortunate this season that they're going to have to go without him. But I did – it almost was kind of a reassuring sign to see and hear the way some guys talked about him because that did tell me that, you know what, these guys are tighter than I've seen – in a little while, because really, to me, and COVID's a large part of it. Uh, but ever since the 2020 season, things have not really been the same. Mm-hmm. And they started to get back to normal a little bit last year in terms of just the football part of it, the routine. But that was a big kind of hole to come out of, you know, dealing with just being some of the restrictions you had, and there was less personal interaction. And, I mean, you know, guys were coming up even during the 2020 season. I mean, it's not like they were mingling a lot away. Oh, yeah. They came to practice, they did the work, but then they went their own ways. And that, that I think, really impacted the last the last uh, staff. And Billy has come in and, you know, had to put his own stamp on a lot of things and kind of resurrect some some traditions and stuff. But I, I, I really like where they are right now. Have you done a story yet on uh, when they – or clap in unison. Has that been uh, something you've done yet? Don't think I've done on that one, but I, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's always that's a that's a cool thing. Maybe a neat angle. Maybe yeah. just everybody's on the same page all at the same time. Yeah, you or know, as one. Yeah, I always it, wondered kind of what that was. I'll have to ask about that. Yeah, it's uh, interesting, but I do see it, Jeff. And uh, like I said earlier, I, th- I think that's kind of reassuring to to kind of uh, hear it, but also see it. Sure. And and it's good to see, obviously, somebody else has to step up, and that's the old cliche, too. Well, it's just, now this guy's got to do this and that. And, then, yeah. you know, Sapp, of course, is, is that guy now changing positions. But it does seem like at least there's more bodies now, too, even yeah. compared to last year. Like, if, if somebody went down, you're like, oh, who, who the heck are they going to put in there? Where are they going to – like, he has revamped this roster going into year two where – He's got more depth and certainly guys that have been here. Um, but even the, the new ones like have an understanding of what, what they're trying to accomplish. Yeah, I mean, he's got his his guys. You know, he's getting his players who uh, he, they target as a staff. They yeah. sign them, and, you know, those guys come in here with the expectations that they've been told, and they fit the pro- profile of what kind of player he's looking for. You know, I tell some of my friends who really want to know about Billy Napier or what's really the program's like. And I, I tell them the biggest confidence you should have is like w- their evaluation of players that since they've gotten here, I mean, it's produced some pretty nice results already. You know, last year, if they didn't have those guys that they brought in, oh, yeah. Uh, I don't think they've been even near a bowl game without uh, Montreal Johnson, Osiris Torrance, and Ricky Pearsall. Let's face it, 
might have been a two and ten season or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so when you start adding them regularly through the recruiting cycles now that you know getting a full cycle, this first one back in the, that he signed this past year. So you know you do that a couple more times, Jeff, and suddenly you have your kind of roster. But I think it's still a work in progress. But again, I really like uh, where they are in that foundation part of it and just um, getting you see a better quality of player out there. I mean, I first practice I was out there, I think I was looking at the roster. I think they had on their first-year player roster, I think there were 48 players listed. Mm-hmm. And, I, of course, I wanted to watch a lot of them, and I just remember like looking at a guy like uh, Trey Wilson. You know, wow, okay, that guy looks a little different than I've seen. And one of the uh, – it's funny, one of the SIDs was pointing out one of the offensive linemen uh, I can't remember which one it was. And he says, man, this guy, he looks big. I said, yeah, that's how Florida players used to look, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so getting some of those guys back, Jeff. I remember the first time I ever saw Cam Newton. They did like this thing on the field, and it was like kind of a strength day, and he flipping tires and doing all this stuff. They let the fans in, and I emceed it. But I looked, I was like, who, who is that? And it was like, that's Cam. I was like, no way. Yeah. Like he looked like an offensive lineman. Like yeah. that's how big. But, yeah, you're right. Like it's – that's how Florida used to look, and mm-hmm. I think we've seen that from the roster the last couple of years where it hasn't been that way. Even even under McElwain, I remember going the, the two times we went to Atlanta, and you jump down to the field before the game, and you're, you're playing Nick Saban and this Alabama team. Like, their third string looked like their first string. Yeah. And the Gators' third string did not look like no, I their mean, first string. And that's, where, that's why the program has struggled to have that consistency you know, some of recent years. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's just where they've been, but I think they've started to turn a corner. Yeah, well, one of those guys that they assess, Graham Mertz, of course, talk today. We'll give you some of his comments and get Scott's thoughts on how this dude from Wisconsin can come in here and not only eat a bunch of cheese, but throw around some footballs and make the Gators good. Back with the second hour right after this. WRUF Gainesville, W251CG Gainesville, from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever, so we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can't be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gettle's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. 
some of those old injuries, they begin to creep up and things begin to start hurting again. I finally got to the point where I'm like, I can't just wake up and know my knee's going to be bothering me and push through this on a daily basis. Old football injuries can't keep former college and pro football player Bobby Carpenter down. So he decided to check out the all-natural regenerative pain treatments at QC Kinetics. I was fortunate enough to obviously sit down with QC and kind of understand your body still has the ability to heal in it. We just need to give it a little bit of a boost. Exactly. QC Kinetics concentrates your body's own healing agents in your painful hips, shoulders, knees, or back. Everyone can say, well, you need to replace this or replace that, but it's no surprise to see people being willing to try this first, especially when it has such great results. QC Kinetics treatments take place the same day right in the office. No downtime. Call today for your complimentary consultation and see if you're a good candidate. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community, sponsoring shows like The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, live every weekday from 4 to 6. You can also join our podcast, Meldon Law and Friends, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and 37 audio platforms. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself this program is paid for by talking reds llc the tailgate with jeff cardozo and pat dooley is on the air let's do it it's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it, I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooling. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here are Jeff and Pat. Second hour, welcome into the tailgate. No Pat today. He is uh, chatting with some Gator clubs, and we instead have, from FloridaGators.com, Scott Carter. You read him all the time. Now you get to hear that good old sexy voice as he graces us with his presence. And we talk some Gator sports. Hard to believe that the uh, the sports calendar will start in just a couple of days. The soccer will be getting after it here in just a few days. And, of course, volleyball fan day this weekend, and then... We are getting closer and closer to football, where today Graham Mertz was made available in the uh, the press conference. Jack Pyburn talked as well. Let's start with that dude, 
because it seemed like you were uh, very into what he was saying. It seemed like the uh, the personality was was going to be good. So it's almost like you want him to be good so he can talk a lot, right? That's right. You know how us writers are, Jeff. We we like good quotes. We like people who just tell stories. And you don't have to get every get morsel out of them. Out of them. And uh, Jack Pyburn impressed me. Not only just I mean, you can tell he's a very smart kid, very motivated. Uh, I think he's an emerging player, certainly with an opportunity now with Justice Boone's injury to make more of an impact than maybe he uh, envisioned. Um, and, you know, Billy Napier said the guy is at his best with the pads on. Said, I think his quote was, Jack Pyburn, he, he's got some gator in him. And uh, mm-hmm. just meant to me, like, he's got some toughness, some grit in him that you like to have those guys on your team. And um, But he did meet with the media after Graham Mertz and – he comes in wearing, you know, he had a nice little polo shirt on. He's wearing long pants and dress shoes. And even one of the riders like, you know, just tell us a little bit about it because we don't see this very often. You know, usually <laughs> players come in, they're wearing their workout stuff, which yeah. is understandable. But this guy was a little more presentable. And he said, hey, man, that's the way I was raised. You know, I want to show up and be respected and uh, trying to carry that onto the field. And that's the way his dad taught him. But I just, I just liked everything about him. I mean, he... Not only is he quotable, you can just tell he's a likable guy. Had his had his gallon jug, two yeah. gallon jug of water there, drinking that. He took a couple of sips as he was talking. Just a personable guy. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I, I did a few interviews the other day, and Austin Barber and <laughs> um, and Ricky Pearsall and, and Jason Marshall. And yeah, they all came in with their shorts and either flip flops. <laughs> and Barber had on the uh, I don't know what they're called. Maybe Nick knows because he's young and hip and cool. But they're like the Instead of like Crocs, yeah, these kids wear like these like souped up uh, Adidas looking space shoes now. Is like their little, yeah. I don't know what those are called. Yeah, I'm not cool enough to know that either. But yeah, that's uh, what, that's what he was wearing. I was like, I was just what I interesting. Yeah, what I know is that uh, if I was in their shoes in my day when I was their age, I would have been one of those guys probably wearing flip flops and yeah. stuff. That's just I'm a Florida yeah. guy, so chill. But at the same time. Um, looking forward to seeing what Pyburn can do because I do think he's a factor. Yeah, and for those that don't know much about him, same high school as Chipper Jones back in the day, went to Bowles. Bowles High School. Yeah, over yeah. there in Jacksonville. And, you know, I, I guess the, the couple times I've seen him, he was playing linebacker but also edge, and mm-hmm. they're trying to move him around, do some different things. And But, yeah, he, he made one play, Stopped a guy on third down on a run, and everybody went nuts. Yeah. So he's certainly going to be a factor. Yeah, he's a, he said today that he feels confident enough that he could, feels like he could play four positions. Wow. And, you know, he's a guy who did some uh, – has gotten into yoga and other things because he, he needed to really kind of limber up once he got here. I mean, he's a big, strong, physical-looking guy, but he needed to en- enhance his movement some. So he took yoga all summer – doing some different things. I mean, you could tell he he grasped this where he is right now in life and yeah. the opportunity that's there. And that's what, as a coach, you just hope for. Because some guys, you know, you can tell them over and over, they got to do it on their own. I don't think this guy needs much motivation. Says he hadn't che- he hadn't cheated on his diet since uh, camp started. Really? So, yeah, so he, he's pretty serious yeah, right I'd, now. Yeah, I'd be screwed. Yeah, well, same difference. Yeah. I mean, I, Couldn't resist the gummy bears. No, no, but he's – He's living clean, and he's a a guy that physically, you look at, you can see him. You can see him uh, being a guy you wouldn't want to get hit too hard by. I had some people try to actually get me to do hot yoga last week. All right, 
I've never done it. Well, but. if you do that, I'd like to at least see the live stream. Okay. So, I mean, because that <laughs> could get you, it could, it could help you go viral. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Hot yoga. They said the room's like 110. Well, yeah. Just. And then you just walk in there and you, you sweat before you even do anything. Yeah. If you do that, let me know. Okay. Maybe we'll sing Gator Vision out That'd there. Cool. And, yeah. Work on a story. Do it upright. All right. Let's get uh, back to our Titan MRI hotline where Rob joins us next here on the show. Hey, Rob. Hey, fellas. Hey, Scott. Appreciate you um, coming in for your calendar shoot this year. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I hear y'all are doing Speedos this year. It's great. Uh, well, yeah, it's probably better kept secret, but yeah. <laughs> yep. Hey, I tell you what, um, you know, this year I think Billy's going to get them, them boys to command, to learn how to command their defense and command the offense, but most important thing Steve was saying, they look a lot stronger and more fit. And uh, and I think endurance as well as staying healthy is pretty important this year. Well, yeah, I mean, it's going to always be important, but I think the depth allows you to do that more. You know, you can give guys more rest. There's been a lot of talk. You know, they were fortunate that Jervon Dexter really didn't go down last year. Because with yeah. as many snaps as he was forced to play, but you don't really want to have to play anybody that many snaps. And uh, I think they're they're building that kind of depth, especially on the defensive line, uh, to help with that. And um, and you know they're they've been working in the like they scrimmage the other day at one p.m. I think they have another one on Friday at one p.m. So they're scrimmaging in the middle of this day of this heat. So they're trying to, I'm sure, uh, you know, get that conditioning. Uh, where they want it to go into the season, but uh, yeah, always always critical parts of the the game. Yeah, it's gonna pay dividends. I just um, <clears throat> what I want to see is I want to see them boys compete every day in and day out, and if they can get their assignments down, which is the, probably the most important thing, is to be disciplined, anticipate, and the offense to be able to learn their the commands of the quarterback. Um, all those things are fundamentally. And that's how you become better is to learn like the learn the offense like the back of your hand and learn your confidence and then build an identity where are our strengths. And last year I don't think we did that. I think we went um we went radical on old with um, number fifteen and let him just go wild. Like when we played Kentucky last year, I just thought we needed to go to the run game a little bit more. I didn't think we um gave it enough um, importance and that was a strength and we weren't going to win it on Anthony's hand and that was a devastating loss and we lost to Vanderbilt too so we've got to correct the games that we're supposed to win and we know we're better we're more fit and we got to win those games that we must win and then um, compete compete against the teams that are better than us and see where we stand there gentlemen y'all have a blessed one all right Rob thank you yeah I I just I, I think you will see guys compete. I, I think that's what Billy Napier really tries to stress and emphasize. And you see guys going hard all the time. And, and certainly, I mean, there was a guy that you know, didn't even make it through the through the year last year. We see him give up sometimes and wasn't the best in, in the locker room. And you know, I, I think it, it, at times it really affected the way the rest of the team was going. So. You have a lot of guys that are at least buying in and and believing in what this coaching staff is trying to do. I think Bill, bringing in Billy Gonzalez this year has been a, a mm-hmm. ginormous help, and that's going to be a lot of fun. And then, obviously, the the biggest one is Austin Armstrong, and just I mean the the way the the energy and all the th- the kids really love playing for that guy, don't they? It seems yeah. like 
I really like what Austin Armstrong brings to the whole mix because I think when you have a coach like Billy, who's you know he's kind of cerebral, always calm, always kind of has his head really into the game. I think it's nice to have that balance of a, a Austin Armstrong, your classic <laughs> yeller, energy guy. Players do thrive off those kind of coaches, and you know some coaches are going to gravitate more toward the calmer coach. That's just part of human nature. But I think having that mix on your staff is vital and you know when it goes back to just the competitive nature and having a team that's willing to really go out there and lay it on out there I mean I think that's really how quickly you can build that team when you come in as a coach in college football I mean things have changed so much in recent years where you see more and more coaching changes and it's kind of like a constant thing where you're getting more players new players than ever before on your team each year I mean that's a hard. It's not an easy thing to do instantly, mm-hmm. and especially when you're when you're the new guy like this staff was last year. Now they've been around. They've kind of formed their identity at Florida. So now it's the players and just getting the right fits, and the that usually leads to what what your caller was just talking about. You know, being more competitive, going out there and willing to put it up, and having guys like Brandon Spikes around. You know, talk to him today for a story I'm writing. And, he talked a lot about that, actually, like what he's talking to his guys are. He's like, it's a different generation than when Brandon fights. He he says, but he's one thing he's learned, he, they're really smart kids. They just, they're looking for somebody to kind of really just push them to the limit. That's, you know, he, he loves it. That's what he's about. That's what he's trying to do. But I think there's probably that kind of exchange going on at, you know, a lot of schools across the country and trying to find that secret ingredient, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what I think the challenge is for these guys to maybe have a better season than we, we expect. And did, did it seem like being out there that the guys knew who Brandon Spikes was? Uh, like is it, or is it, you know? He was saying, that was funny, we were talking about that today. Not really. He said that, uh, they, you know, you got to remember, these guys were three, four years yeah, old at when the all time. That was happening. So he says the, the documentary is going to come out next week will definitely ah, help. There you go. And he said some of them, after he started here and they learn more about who he was they've watched some of his stuff now so they're like oh wow this guy he was the real deal so you know that obviously helps uh them kind of learn about him and vice versa um but i do believe that he's he's bringing some of that juice too like you know armstrong and and they've got other guys out there but i've always thought that especially young guys who are trying to prove themselves man if if I was a player and I've got a guy like Brandon Spikes there trying to teach me to play linebacker, yeah. dude, I'm listening to everything <laughs> the guy says. Yeah. I mean, just pop on the tape of the, the Georgia hit. Yeah. And that should engage them right in yeah. right there. No, yeah, I think having a guy like that being around, and I mean, and you see it with really all the sports. Anytime those former players come back and they can give that input and be able to just say, hey, this is how we do it or this is what we did and – I think it should go a long way. So certainly a, an important piece of that defense because, I mean, let's be honest, the defense has not been good the last, what, three or three four years. years. So yeah, um, it's it's need it needs to change. And if they are any better, then that could be another win or two. Mm-hmm. So then it goes from the six or seven to now maybe eight and, God forbid, nine if all of a sudden you can keep things close and if Graham Mertz can be the guy and we'll still certainly uh, talk about – Graham Mertz and, and what he talked about with the media today. So we'll take a break. We'll come back with more of your phone calls, 392-8255, if you want to join us here on the tailgate. 
Is there one? If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Every morning I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, y'all, it's Kyle from Leonardo's. Leo's is cruising into our 47th summer in Gainesville, and we are bigger and better than ever. Come on down and see the familiar faces of our incredible team. Hey, I'm five and a half years in and still one of the new guys. Our sliced combos are a perfect way to get a fix in one of the last salad bars in town, and the family feast will satisfy your entire crew. You can be proud when you eat at Leonardo's, knowing that you support a local family business that has been part of the Gainesville community for nearly half a century. Hey, Jeff, we're nearly as old as Pat. (laughs) Not even close. We're constantly telling you about all the great things that you can go buy at Oaks Jewelry at a fraction of the cost of getting things at the mall across the street. And while that's still true, now's the perfect time to have Oaks Jewelry buy something from you. Gold and silver prices have skyrocketed. And if you've got anything just laying around in the drawer or you just need a little extra cash, we'll take it to Oaks Jewelry and walk out of there a winner. The price of gold hasn't been this high in a really long time, so now's the perfect time to stop by and get the most out of it. Turn that old jewelry that you never wear into a great trip somewhere this summer oaks jewelry making people sparkle and smile for decades in 1971 meldon law was established and since that time the firm has been dedicated to getting the justice its clients deserve after being seriously injured in an accident our commitment to this community is paramount and we won't back down in representing our clients Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. ServPro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators. The WRUF Radio App, your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. 
This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoso and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Thank you, Sean. Sean came on the uh, the show at the end yesterday, right before we uh, got after it at Spurrier's two-year anniversary celebration, and majority of that uh, money raised last night went to Ronald McDonald House, so big night for uh, for Sherry Houston and the crew, and then this Saturday is the Red Shoe Affair, and that is their uh, biggest fundraiser of the year, so Sean will actually be the MC of that event, so it'll be a lot of fun. Got my, uh, my red sneaks ready to go. Cool. And uh, go out there and have some fun. Get on the dance floor and yeah. you help stay, uh, raise you some stay money. stay pretty involved in that kind of stuff. So oh, yeah. That's good, man. That's a great cause. And I was there last night myself and always enjoy whenever the HBC's around. Yeah. Hearing stories I've heard before, some I haven't heard before. Yeah. But I'm not going to lie, man. Like you said, the, the food was good as always over at Spurrier's and just a fun time. Yeah, Jerry's cookies for dessert. Oh, always a big guy. Yeah. I grabbed four, I think. Yeah, I laid off. I only had one, but I, uh, I had too much of the uh, prime rib, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but and that is the neat part. I, obviously, you know, we get lucky and get to be around Coach Spurrier quite a bit and hear the stories and have the conversations. But it, it is great because there's there's more and more that you still have not heard and all the things that he's done. He's is a unique guy that has been incredible at, at everything that he he's been able to do. And, and the best part is, even if you like maybe recall a story, I think there was one time where I was trying to tell a story, and, and I know for a fact that it was true. Yeah. But he's like, nah, that, that wasn't true. You know, <laughs> and then he tries to change it to his favor and some different things, and oh. uh, that's always good. He's lived a unique American life and mm-hmm. a, a sports life. And you're right. I mean, it just I was looking up something today just from what I heard last night on newspapers.com. I found what I was looking for. Really? It, it was true. But also, as I'm looking, I find, like, so he wins the Heisman Trophy here, 1966. So he flies from Gainesville up the night or the day before the Heisman ceremony in New York. He, they get him a charter flight. He flies up here, him and Jerry and his parents. Well, they just stop in Johnson City, Tennessee to pick up his brother. <laughs> and while they stop there, you get the local newspaper comes out and they, they film him or, you know, take pictures. And I just found that story randomly. It's just another day in Steve Spurrier's life. Wow. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Good stuff there. All right, let's get uh, back to the phones and get Butch to join us next. Hey, Butch, what's up? That was so entertaining that I almost forgot my question. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's amazing how, I mean, I'm really old. I'm 75 years old. But stories, big stories in your life, they only get bigger and better as you tell about them over the years. And that's that's the great thing about growing old. So, (laughs) Well, but here's my question. I don't know, and, and I say this, and it sounds like I'm a gloomer and doomer, and I'm not because I really don't care one way or the other, that with NIL and everything like it is, and so I am the University of Florida, and I'm in the position that I'm in. I'm Florida State, for that matter, and I'm the position I'm in. As the years go by, and now you've added Texas, you've added Oklahoma, so you look at it and you go, well, so who we got to beat to get a national championship this year or to be in the playoffs? Michigan, Ohio State. Georgia, Alabama, maybe LSU, but let's just exclude LSU. Um, Southern Cal. Uh, either I, I haven't. I'm not. Con- I'm a Florida State fan, a huge one, but I am not convinced that Dabo Sweeney and Clemson is not the better team. So you, Clemson, how do you ever in your life with NIL like it is today 
try to break that premise. I mean, so so how much longer will it be before I'm calling up your show as a Florida fan and saying, look, Billy Napier's been 10-2 and two, five years in a row. We hadn't made playoffs. What's wrong with us? So how long will it be before you, you realistically in your minds forget being homers, forget being fans saying, you know what? This is the year that we can actually be in that conversation. Well, I think the the good thing is the, the playoffs expanding, um, so that's going to help. And you know, you don't have to be one of those four teams. So you can have a couple of losses, which I think in the SEC is always going to be the case. I, you, you probably have to change now the model that was first intended with the conferences breaking up and realigning and doing all that because it was supposed to be six conference champs and then six at larges. So you got to do that, but. I mean, Butch, I think realistically here at Florida, it's obviously not this year, and I don't think it's next year with the way that that schedule is. It would be the year after that. It would be 25 because if, if Lagway comes in next year and, and gets a year under his belt and see what happens as maybe a freshman, that would be then his sophomore year. And by that time, if the momentum continues, where Florida's right now third in the country in recruiting, you have another couple of top five classes then the roster's back to where it was in the heyday under Spurrier and, and Urban and all that stuff, and and then you're competing, and then you have that consistency. So, I just okay, I, and, I hope and, Florida and fans are, are enough to you know allow a couple more years to still pass before that happens. Okay, and, and and here again, being the devil's advocate, I guess. So now two more, three more years go by. Okay, Florida's had great recruiting classes. You're you're still, and you think about this, you're in the SEC. So you're looking at Texas, Oklahoma, Alabama, Georgia, maybe LSU, and you go, I've got to break that five, that five just to get into the mix maybe because we're going to beat you you guys and God knows where Florida State and all them are going to wind up. But just looking at the SEC doesn't change. (laughs) Look at what, look at the hill you're up against just to get there. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a, Good question, the premise of what you're saying there. I mean, I just think it speaks to where the game is and all the – and we're not even – I've always I say we're on this bridge right now. We're, we're from where we were to where we're going. We're kind of maybe in the middle right now, and I'm not even sure what that's going to look like. I mean, every indication right now is pointing toward two major conferences, maybe three, that have your 20 programs that realistically have a chance to win a national title. Florida is among those 20. Um, but having said that, it suddenly gets tougher, the tougher road. So, you you know, these schools, these ADs, the presidents, I mean, um, the decision are, you know, is all the TV money and all the, the other resources that come from the realignment that we've seen and maybe this kind of model that we're going to, is it worth not winning a national title? Maybe once every 20 years, you know, because it is going to be tougher. I don't know uh, if there's any other way it cannot be. So it's fascinating. I mean, there's just so many unknowns right now. I just see that I was reading something the other day, you know, a guy, he it was uh, unattributed, but a a well-known AD or a college sports administrator says he can see us going over the line where we're going right now and when five or six years trying to scale it back because – it's not working. It's not working for our fan base because we all know college football has always traditionally been a regional sport sure. and regional fan base, and now suddenly it's going to be this semi-NFL. Yeah, nationwide. Yeah. And it's almost like it's Florida. Yeah, it's a national brand, but 
it's really a regional brand just like all these other Georgia. I mean, you you know, they have their pockets of fans all over the country, but I don't know if Los Angeles is going to ever get excited over a Florida-Georgia national championship game, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Yeah. Well, one more thing, and I'll let you guys go. And I'm purely a fan. I'm not an athlete. I'm not a former athlete or anything like that. As a fan, and, and again, I'm a Florida State fan, I want it to be every year. Realistically, I'm, I think I have some common sense. It's not going to be every year. But I remember the Bobby Bowden years when you, you want to be in the mix every single year, every single year. And if you're not, you're going, we failed this year. And and so I understand, when Florida fans call in and they're upset, I totally understand that because I'm the guy that looked at Florida State, and I even used to make this comment on the show. I used to be a Florida State fan until I quit playing football. And, <laughs> and you know what? Uh, that's the way a fan thinks, and you can't get away from that. And so when that happens, and I'm calling up every day, every day, and I'm going, hey, get rid of Jeff Cardoza. We're, we're, he's not doing it. We're not cutting it. We need somebody else. And then you go coach after coach after coach after coach, and you're never going to get there. I mean, I, would I kept Norvell? I'd have fired him after the first year. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's what fans do. So, anyway, well, that's what I have to say. See you later. All right, Butch, thank you. <laughs> that is what fans do, Jeff, mm-hmm. and that's never going to change. But, two, one, you know, one thing that popped into my mind is he was saying that because I remember when Florida State was on that tremendous run, I think it was from 1987 to 2001 when they had, what, a top five finish for 14 straight seasons. And I remember the media back then was like, gosh, this will never happen again. Well, guess what? Nick Saban in Alabama happened. Mm-hmm. They have been ranked number one at least in every college football season since 2008 at some point. But they haven't won all, all the national sure. So it just shows you that it can happen, but it's a different – you just hope that in between there, there's these areas where some of, some of the wealth is shared, right? Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I think we all like a dynasty one in a while, but we get – once in a while, but we get bored of them yeah, kind of easy. Well, and, and when he's saying, well, Florida's then got to beat LSU and Tennessee and Georgia and Alabama and all. Well, but then if Florida gets back to that level and you're saying that's that's what other schools are going to say. Well, Tennessee now has to beat Florida and Georgia and Alabama and all this other stuff. So I think that's where the hope is Florida gets back to being in that relevant conversation again. Yeah. Certainly Billy's trying to get there, but – it's not like every year you're thinking, oh, my God, we're going to have the hardest schedule in the world because we've got to play this, 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 and this. Well, other people should then eventually say, well, we've got to play Florida. And it's just not at that point yet. Yeah, and also, you know, when Florida was rolling, mm-hmm. guess what? LSU was down at times. Uh, Georgia was down at times. Certainly. Ole Miss. So, you know, it does go in cycles. It's unfortunate that right now it seems like Florida's, Florida, one down. I mean, Florida's kind of the one down. We're, we're not used to that around here mm-hmm. very much in the last 30 years. Sure. Yeah. So. It hasn't happened a lot. Well, we only got 30 minutes left. So if you want to call, you can. 392-8255. Again, Scott Carter sitting in for duels today of FloridaGators.com. We'll continue the conversation when we come back here on the tailgate. Live from Weimer Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Yes, it's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you, 
100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold hard cash, or trade it up for something snazzy. Play It Again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for, and it's located right on University and 34th Street, so it's easy to find, and I'm there all the time, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Downpours and thunderstorms departing to our east. A few storms could get strong as they track toward the Atlantic coast. Overnight, mostly cloudy skies. Lows in the mid-70s with areas of patchy, dense fog for our Wednesday morning. Multiple rounds of thunderstorms possible tomorrow afternoon. Otherwise, partly to mostly cloudy skies with highs in the lower 90s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. The Gators, the Utes, kickoff is less than three weeks away. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. For the second time in 100 years of football at the University of Florida, the Gators celebrate as national champions. The home of the Florida Gators. Sports scene with Steve Russell, weekdays at noon, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. All right, a few years ago, Scott and I were going to form a band. This was going to be our uh, our hit, Beastie Boys, but it kind of fizzled out. 
Oh, after I learned that you couldn't sing, I was like a little worried about it. I know. <laughs> you can play the heck out of a guitar, though. Well, yeah, but you know, there's certain things I couldn't do either. Can't dance, so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't think a lot of musicians can. It's kind of move their hips and girls yeah. go crazy yeah. looking good in them jeans that's what it's all about all right well Graham Mertz has been looking good in practice of course he was named the starter no surprise there and he talked today Scott was there so I'm going to get his thoughts on I guess some of the things he said but I don't think we need to let everybody know his leadership ability because it's evident and that's been fun to see him come in and new to the program and you know, maybe a little scared to, to kind of be that guy, but he has not shied away from it. He has taken leadership of this team, and and I think that's a good thing coming in here, right? I think it's a great thing. I think it's what they really needed at that point. And, you know, Graham Mertz, he, he's experienced. I think he's very mature. I think he's got a great command and respect from his teammates. I mean, I, I like everything I've seen about Graham Mertz since January when he got here. I remember sitting down with him back in the spring and I was like just my first time meeting him and talking to him I was like well, this guy's pretty sharp and then I remember talking to his dad just to kind of get more background and um I mean he takes what he does very seriously and I think you've seen that Florida his teammates have seen that Billy Napier has seen it obviously seen enough said last week to go ahead and name him the starting quarterback going into the season opener and now what everyone's really just kind of waiting to see what does Graham Mertz look like in Billy Napier's offense and and is he the quarterback that really started off strong at Wisconsin and was this highly ranked freshman who kind of just, you know, stalled a little bit. But I, I did enough research when I was writing that story. I mean, if you look at what was around him, I mean, you know, he had some injuries on the offensive line. He had some receiving injuries and and yeah, he he made some mistakes too. So it, it it all added up. But I thought the main thing I took away from today was just because this was the first time he's spoken to the media since uh, you know being named the starter. And he said what you'd expect him to say in terms of playing quarterback at Florida. Like you know this is an honor, and he wants to go out there and honor that you know just responsibility every day. But it was he talked a lot about just what he likes about Billy Napier's offense and. Uh, he, he one of his quotes I remember he said there every there's every uh, uh, there's an answer on this offense to every defense that's thrown at him and so you got to find it yeah. yeah and and that's he loves the part about where he's allowed to check around and find the answer mm-hmm. and you know he he says he grew a, there was a question asked to him about well you know what why did you kind of you know, not flourish as much as some people expected at, you know, uh, Wisconsin. And, you know, he kind of talked about just, you know, it didn't go necessarily the way the outside wanted it to, but he said he became a a lot better player, obviously grew up a lot, and kind of learned a lot about himself that he thinks is going to help him here. So, you know, at this point we're still in talking season, Jeff. It's it's that time where I think we're all ready to see it on the field, but – I just I, I kind of like what his aura. I just I, I I mean I don't know what it's going to look like at the end of the season in the win loss record, but I do think the guy has all those intangibles that you want at that position. You know, last year we were probably sitting here on the show talking about Anthony. We're talking about Anthony's enormous physical ability, 
but yet you knew he lacked some of those intangibles. Mm-hmm. So your experience, yeah, you're always looking for that all those combinations to finally add up and get that quarterback like we saw in 2020 with Kyle Trask when it finally all came together, all the pieces fit. And you know the last couple of years, obviously that hasn't been the case. Is 2023 that is that going to happen? And is Graham Mertz going to be the guy? I mean, I think there's real potential for it to happen, but he's gonna he's gonna have to have some help. I mean, the offensive line's got to stay healthy because they're not very deep up there. I think the pieces around him in the skill positions, I, I like what he's got around him to work with. I just if I had one big concern, it would be can the offensive line stay healthy enough to make sure that may, they make his life easier, you know? Yeah, that's going to be a, a big part of it. And, and we talked in, in hour one just about what Billy Napier's doing, and he, he knows the game, understands that he has certainly brought in talent that has contributed to this program. And, and I think that's where you have to go back out of all the guys that were in the transfer portal, everything, like Billy Napier saw something in Graham Mertz that he said, man, I think this guy can fit my offense. I feel mm-hmm. like he's got a opportunity to be good and with Anthony Richardson last year yeah we were saying those things we were also saying dude's never really started and Mm -hmm. even as he went through the year it was like oh my gosh this is just his seventh start or eighth career start or now 10th career start you're talking about a guy in Graham Mertz that is 32 yeah a lot of starts a lot of experience so I don't think anything's going to surprise him uh, as far as defenses or or what he's going to expect in a stadium or anything like that he's just going to go out and play his position and not have to think too much yeah he's gonna have to go out and just execute and uh, he he talked a lot about today how you know in some ways he felt the Wisconsin offense was more your game manager quarterback type offense mm-hmm. he looks at this one as happy with Napier's offense and what they're doing here giving him a little bit more freedom which you know if you're a quarterback you you love you that, that responsibility yeah. so I get that part of it um I just, you know, I, I I do think from what I've seen in the f- preseason camp, he, to me, looks more comfortable on the field than what I saw in the spring. So I, I t- I've taken that as a good sign. And, and I'm one of those people that I'll, I'll leave my judgment to just what happens during the season. I mean, he we're all going to learn it together. But I, I do like the way he's approached it. And I don't think you can ask for anything else if I'm Billy Napier from the guy who's going to be your starting quarterback, the way he handles himself, the way he's approached this opportunity. Uh, he's done everything you want, really. So now it's just a matter of getting him out there on the field and seeing what happens. And when when you're out there on the field, you got a guy like Montrell and you got a guy like Trevor. I mean, these are two legit running backs. And, I mean, there's another one that they brought in that tore it up in the spring game, too. So there, there's, I don't think, much concern. Again, it, it predicated if the offensive line stays healthy, but – He's got some skill guys around him that are going to create a lot of different things, and I know that they've been tinkering. And, and it's probably because Mertz is understanding the game of football and been around, but it does seem like there's a lot more to this offense this year than what we saw last year. So many more formations, trying different stuff in the backfield, and mm-hmm. receivers going to the backfield, all these different things. So that. They know what they're doing as a staff, and, and Merch just has to put them in those good situations. Yeah, I think that's a combination of, you know, you can do more of that stuff when you have a, a quarterback who's experienced. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's played in Michigan Stadium. He's played at Ohio State. He's played at Camp Randall, you know. Nothing's going to phase him in those in that way. Uh, he's seen a lot of different defenses. So it's just um, 
get him in the right position uh, to succeed. That's part of uh, you know what the offensive uh, coaching staff's jobs to do. And I think with Mertz, I mean, ultimately it'll be his execution. But he does have those pieces, and I think with those young receivers, I've seen enough. I think those guys will contribute, like Andy Jean, and mm-hmm. and we talked about Trey Wilson earlier. You got a, a veteran in Pearsall, but I think it will all start, you know, Jeff, around those two running backs, play off of those guys. And when you have an offense, when you have a quarterback more like Mertz, who's your, more of your traditional drop back guy compared to Anthony, who's, you know, this dual threat, dangerous guy, that also just changes the, the look of everything. Yeah. So certainly does. All right, let's go get our final break. We'll come back and wrap up a Tuesday edition of the tailgate. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. At Gatorland Toyota, we give you the easiest car buying experience ever. With express shopping, you can shop and buy your vehicle entirely from home. We'll even deliver your car to you. Want a customized Toyota? With our pre-order program, you can get the exact Toyota you want. And if you have a vehicle you'd like to trade or sell, we'll buy it whether you buy from us or not. Come experience how Gettle's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. So I have a full upper dental implant and full lower. The bottom is removable. So I had everything removed and replaced. I take them out every day, clean them, and put them back in. They snap on securely so you can eat with comfort and everything else and you don't have to worry about laughing and them coming out. I was dumping so much money into like replacing each individual tooth. I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to find an alternative. I love it. (laughs) I can smile a big smile now and not have to worry about missing teeth. It's a great place. I highly recommend it. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. Everybody's loving what's going on at International Diamond Center. It's a huge summer of savings event. Real relief from inflation and rising prices. How about rollback prices on all wedding bands? Right now, you can take an incredible 20% off any wedding band at IDC. Keep more of your money with this best ever wedding band sale. And while interest rates are up everywhere else, IDC's got 0% interest financing. Right now, get three years, zero interest on any purchase, and we'll even cover your first two payments. All certified diamonds included. Bottom line, everything's more affordable at IDC, and our selection has never been better. Hand-picked diamonds in all shapes and sizes, thousands of designer engagement rings, case after case of fashion jewelry from the world's top designers. Pick any item, divide by 36, and that's your payment. And as a bonus, IDC will cover your first two payments. It's IDC Summer of Savings, your refuge from high prices and rising interest rates. Now through the end of August at International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. On approved credit, some product restrictions apply. See store for details. We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online 
at WRUF.com. All right, welcome back. Final few minutes here on a Tuesday edition of the Tailgate. Appreciate everybody for chiming in today. We are going to uh, finish up the show with a special guest, the guy that's on the road, always on the road. I never get to see his ugly mug anymore, but he probably likes that because his St. Louis Cardinals absolutely suck in uh, Major League Baseball. But it doesn't suck when you go in the Mealy Pop Shop, my favorite place in town to go to, and that is uh, Jamil joining us now just to pick his brain on some of the things that are going on. Jamil, what's up, man? Yo, why you got to bring the Cardinals up, man? Yeah, my bad. It's uh, they're, they're always so good, I finally get to make fun of them, so got to crush you a little bit. Yeah, no, this is, uh, I guess it's one of those seasons, yeah, you got to purge it out of your system. We'll be back next year, but uh, baseball's been uh, been uh, wild the last few. Uh, you got Tim Anderson getting knocked out, and then you got the craziness with Wander. It's been a wild uh, bit with baseball. Yeah, and I guess since you mentioned Wander real quick, I, I saw some dude on TikTok the other day, and he just said, man, I just sent 100 PSAs out to, or, uh, you know, cards out to PSA of Wander Franco, and he was like kind of crying. I, I know you've done stuff with Wander, and but like when when something like that happens, does it really just completely destroy like that that individual in cards? Like what, what's going on right now with that? Yeah, I mean, I, the only thing I could probably, I mean, I know there's a lot of stuff that has to come out with the situation, and and, and again, we'll see what happens. But it makes me think of like the Andrew Luck situation. Where I mean, we're talking about completely different things here, but Andrew Luck, I mean, no one expected anything like that for him to say, "I'm going to retire," and his cards overnight you know dropped 50 75 80 percent now they're worth probably two wow. percent of what they once were and the, and, and the same thing with wander you know if these allegations are true and all these things are i mean it looks like it you know i, I think that you know, the next step probably tampa bay is going to make is who knows and the cards just they plummet and so people have been selling his stuff off at 50 percent to 75 percent of what they i mean it's crazy right that, that it happens like that but that's just kind of the world of sports cards now. It's very, very uh, reactive and volatile. Yeah, that's, that's the industry. And you got to, to see the best of the best. I know a couple of weeks ago was, was the national show, and I haven't gotten to see you since, but but how was that? Did you crush it? Yeah, man, it was great. We represented well for Gainesville. Uh, national was in Chicago at the uh, Stanley Stevens Convention Center right there off the uh, airport. It's a huge event, and there was this is the biggest ever. They, they said that I think it was 110,000. Uh, people came through there over uh, five days, and you want, I mean, the more and more, I mean, I saw Mayweather walking around, Jeter was walking around, I mean, the more and more people that are into cards now that are just casually, you know, walking around, getting into the hobby is, is wild. It's it's, uh, it's crazy. Fanatics is, uh, has, has taken a huge step as well, and the industry is, uh, is changing, but we did well, man. We represented well. A lot of people, just so people know out there, there's a lot of people excited for Anthony Richardson, not from Gainesville. I mean, they're all over there the country talking to us about him and uh it was cool it was cool kind of getting a chance to you know be an ambassador for um you know Gainesville and talk about AR and you know him being named a starter today is, is just exciting for for him for Gator Nation but also for cards people are really putting a lot of uh hope in him I mean you know we'll see what happens what's uh ha- have you gotten a, a good pull on an Anthony Richardson card yet yeah we've had a ton of stuff in shop people getting cards and just going nuts over and we we actually were able to acquire his superfractor from Bowman, wow. which is his. Uh, they they and you're you're a Bowman head for baseball, so they made a football version of it with the first Bowman insignia. So we own his uh, superfractor autograph, which is no pretty cool. I don't know if we'll ever sell it, but yeah, it's just kind of a cool. If you check out our Instagram, it's Chop Mealy Pops. You can see a picture of me and him when I saw him at the rookie premiere, and I took a picture with it with him. So. 
Got to represent Gator Nation with that car. It's a cool one. Heck yeah. We're talking with Jamil of the Mealy Pop Shop, who was uh, you know, so great with kids. And I was actually just talking when, when uh, you said you were going to call in. I was talking to Scott, and he says, you know, I'm not big on the cards, but you know, my, my kid's all into the, the Pokemon stuff. So yeah. Scott's even been in the, the shop a few times. So I'll, I'll make sure he says hello. Yeah, a few, about four or five times in the last few months. He's a, like I said, he's a Pokemon card guy, so he, he likes it over there. Yeah, no, Scott, we appreciate it, man. We that's you know it's a cool thing about uh, there's a lot of people like to differentiate and they say, oh, my kid's not into sports cards or into Pokemon, but I, I find a lot of parallels in that. You know, we teach kids how to sleeve cards, how to value cards, how to um how to look stuff up, uh, how to trade. You know what I mean? And so the the foundations are laid. We got a trading day this Sunday from one to five. If anybody's listening wants to come out, and we have uh, adult collectors, kid collectors, teenage collectors, we have everybody that brings their stuff out. They trade, they sit down, they hang out, they eat pizza, they drink sodas. I mean. It's, it's just the community that what it is what it is, and I love uh, the Pokemon community even even as much because it's uh, it's big. And there's another set coming out this week that's going to rival Pokemon. It's the new Disney sets are coming out called Lorcana. So that's a whole other world if anybody uh, is into it. The boxes are selling for like, astronomical prices. So, Dang. Uh, Disney's making their mark now as well. Wow. Yeah. That's a, a little different than when I was collecting cards, Jeff. You're getting your the Desert Storm cards were like the big deal <laughs> that's right. back in the day. Those were uh, the fun ones. Um well, Jamil, too, I, I know with NIL, it's obviously blown up and, you know, getting to do some things. And I know looking forward to even maybe some of the stuff moving forward here locally with, with the Gator stuff. But it, it's taken a step into the sports world. Like before, you didn't used to have college cards, but that's completely changed now, too, right? Yeah, 100%. So Bowman's Best just came out. Graham Mertz has a card in it in a Gator uniform. I mean, it's it's one of these things that's just so cool. You know, uh, you guys were talking about it. I was thinking about that card. Um, where we can now have Trevor Etienne cards that people can pull in, in shop. You know, we can have guys from the basketball team. We can, you know, uh, we can have uh, guys from the baseball. You know, I mean, Wyatt, you know, was Wyatt and the, the baseball guys were, were a little different because with Bowman and the major leagues, they come out even earlier. But um, we're, uh, we're just really, really excited to uh, have, you know, cards that you can come in the shop and, and buy from guys who are playing, you know, at Ben L. Griffin or at the O-Dome or, or whatever. So, the, 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 the way people can collect now with college athletics, with the NIL, with Fanatics, um, has really changed. And uh, I like it. I really enjoy it. I think it's cool now we have a chance to, you know, maybe they, maybe they, don't, they, don't, they don't get drafted. Maybe they don't amount to some, you know, major career in the pros. But you can still pull their cards uh, and college jerseys, you know, while they're playing. So uh, that's another cool thing to get autographed at the show, uh, at, at the, uh, at the uh, you know, when you go to the field or the practices. So we have a ton of that stuff. We we try and sort it the best we can so we can have tons of Gator cards available, and uh, we just love it. Yeah, that's the unique part. I mean, we all know how much people love Gator Nation here, and now to just be able to get those cards of the dudes that they're watching is is a game changer for sure. Something else that, that I like watching, Jamil, and you know, I, I don't ever participate because I'm not lucky like some of these other dudes, but you know, these these breaks that you do at night, and you know, I'm asleep half the time too because you you know you're a night owl and I'm I'm tired, but. I saw what it was a couple of weeks ago. Somebody pulled the Wembayana autograph out of the shop, right? Yeah, it was. Uh, I think you know. I think you know Scott Jamison. He breaks with us too. He helps with uh, uh, the announcing and stuff with some of the Gators. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, that's who it was? was. Yeah, Scott was breaking that night because he uh, he works at the shop kind of part time. Shout out to Scott. And uh, I was in the shop that night, and he goes, "You know, I think we got a red coming up. So a red is a, a parallel that's numbered out of ten. So it's extremely rare, and uh, of course, when he revealed it, he hit a Wembenyama autograph, and that card goes for uh, five figures, probably you know, or low five figures, and it's just amazing because the box costs 125 bucks. 
Wow. So the guy who bought the box, you know, he was live with us on Instagram, and he and he hit, you know, the last word we use, we call it, he hit the card. And, uh, you know, he, he might even grade it. If that card comes back at 10, now it's a $20,000 card. Mm. So, um, so it's just one of those things that's so fun for, you know, us is that we get to interact. You can join our breaks. The best way to do it is on our Instagram or YouTube, uh, the Mealy Pop Shop or uh, Shop Mealy Pops. And you can just tune in and buy things off our website. We can open it live for you. Uh, it's a lot of fun. There's a great community. And we do that every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Sunday night. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. I think I might start collecting cards again, Jeff. This, yeah. <laughs> this sounds pretty yeah, fun. Yeah, our, our 87 Tops Barry Bonds rookies aren't uh, <laughs> these Victor Wimbayana cards, are they? So Yeah, but you can't you can't find a Billy Ripken FF card anymore. They, they're, ah, they're that's, well. that's right, that's right. Yeah, very good. <laughs> well, no, it's, J- Jamil, it's awesome, man. And I know uh, you're, you're so psyched for uh, for football season to come up. And, you know, I think uh, everybody out there needs to uh, to understand what, what Jamil does for this community and, you know, just all, all the things that are going to be happening and, and with NIL and the stuff that we can now bring to the shop, it, it's, it's going to be tremendous. So so keep it up and, and make sure you stop by. And now, you, you again, you, you have all these Gator cars you can go get and, you know, an opportunity for these guys that you're, you're watching on Saturdays or hanging around with through tailgates and you can go get their autograph on the card. So it's going to be really cool. Well, thanks, Jeff. We appreciate it, man. We love, you know, obviously it's Gator Nation. I'm a graduate. My wife's a graduate. we got all sorts of people working in the shop. They're graduates and, uh, we love just the community that is. So come on, stop by, bring your kids by. We have free packs of Pokemon for kids. We have we have all sorts of free stuff we give out, and we love to uh, we love to see you out there. So um, I, I don't know what else to say, man. Thanks for having me on, and I'll, I'll stop by soon. We got some things cooking and brewing in terms of uh, some signings in the future. So Sweet. Be fun. Yep, always good stuff. I and now that I know Scott's doing that, you got to let me do a break one night so I can <laughs> maybe get lucky and pull something for somebody. That'd be cool. We, we call it Scotty Sauce is whenever he pulls the big <laughs> stuff. So, yeah, yeah, we'll have to get you some Scotty Sauce. All right, man. Appreciate All right, Jamil. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Scott. Thank yep. you, Jeff. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it. All right, Jamil from the uh, the Mealy Pop Shop. And if you, you don't know where the uh, the shop is, you should. Right there by uh, Santa Fe College, right behind the Walgreens yep. and the Sunnies. I'm sure you eat your Sunnies all the time. Yeah, right after uh, go get some Pokemon cards. There you go. That's what it's all about. All right, Scott, thank you for uh, for stopping by, gracing uh, everybody with your presence. We always see the spike in female audience when you stop by, so well, you know, it raises our cred. why I come by and also to help the ratings. You know, True. So I appreciate it. That's what it's all about. Nick, thanks for uh, pushing buttons, making us sound good on the other side of the glass. We will uh, – I don't think we're having a show tomorrow. I think the uh, – what, the Rays game's on or something like that. Or Rays-Giants. You oh, never see that matchup. Right, yeah, They're out on the, uh, the West Coast. So back at it on Thursday, and we will uh, get after it then. For Scott Carter of FloridaGators.com, read his stuff. I am Jeff Cardozo. Peace out. WRUF Gainesville, W251CG Gainesville, to the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, 